strength It's a sword of power Sword is power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Super, Goku fucking died. He was shot and just, he, he's on the ground. He's fucking dead. Put his, pick his feet up. Pick his feet up. Oh, fuck, he's dead. Oh, fuck. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Ballin' Out. Super. Uh, oh, they're going all the way. Dolby Digital. <laughs> I'm your host, Jeremy Hammond, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Katie Rose Leon. So good to be spending another evening here in the anime room with my close friends. And Alex Patek. Pop off your tunic. It's time for Dragon Ball. <laughs> oh, man. I'm popping off my tunic. I love it when Senior Frogs has a wet tunic contest. <laughs> <laughs> what else are you going to do down in Mexico City? <laughs> and our guest this week, Dylan Stevenson. Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me, and I did not bring a tunic. <laughs> well, it appears we'll have to give you one of our own. Bring out our body tunics, boys. <laughs> this is the one thing we don't sell online yet. Body tunics? Body tunics. Like, but like, like body. Oh, body. 70s. Like, body. Like, body. (laughs) (laughs) Like a tunic you see and you go, oh my. (laughs) I guess it's got tits on it or something. Nice. I'm confused. So, I guess the idea here is a tunic you see and it makes you bite your lip a little bit. Yeah, it's like a slutty tunic. Like a slutty tunic. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. around the room, what's that look like? I say titties on the in the center part right there. Maybe two pairs of titties, like a cat's titties. Oh, like printed on the front. Or printed of the tunic. onto the tunic. I, mean, I don't think I think tunics can inherently be slutty cuz if you leave the side slit open, there's a lot of s- Side boobage. There's a lot of That's side true. access. I'm partial to an assless tunic, you know, something like Prin- like like Prince would wear if he was into tunics. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, my man was wearing weird caftans <laughs> near the end there. You go to what? What was his mansion called? Paisley Place, and you yeah. show up, and he's like handing you a caftan and be like, "Please enjoy my <laughs> my slippers and screening of Finding Nemo." You may only walk around my house in the caftan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's like it's his like house going, is like a Korean spa. I was just gonna say that it's like a Korean day spa. He won't even talk to you. You're just like wandering around hallways, being like, "Is this the bathroom? This oh, it's just canon. a bunch of salt rocks. What is this?" Please uh, take a shower before using the mixed media room. <laughs> right. And the thing is, I actually don't even know that much about Prince, except for his song, Assless Tunic, yeah. which was one of his bigger jams. Oh, yeah. This is all canon. Yep. Yeah. It's in Purple Rain. 
It's a it's a B-side erotic city, actually. <laughs> Assless tuna come alive. Oh, I was thinking of like uh, like raspberry beret. <laughs> she wore a ass. <laughs> okay, we need to move on. From yeah, this. all right, all right, fine, all right, all right. <laughs> anime podcast. Yeah, so Dylan, we like to start yeah. the podcast off by talking to our guests about Dragon Ball and anime and what your experience with them are. Uh, were you ever a fan of Dragon Ball? Uh, I tried to watch one episode and somebody hovered in the sky for about the entire time, and I don't think that was the entry point yeah. for me. What are they doing up there? <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was a lot of, it was a lot of charging up, and I'm an impatient man, so. <laughs> wow. This was a terrible episode to bring you in on. <laughs> oh, no, I was riveted. This was, this was incredible. <laughs> Again, the cuts in Dragon Ball Z Kai just make, make it worth living. Yeah, even filler episodes like this, you're like, well, at least it's moving forward. This could have yeah. taken place over four hours <laughs> if you watched the original version. I'm very curious, actually, if it did. I, I wonder. I, even if this one didn't, I can tell you the next few. Like, I've seen the, the original, like, uh, season or whatever, and it's like 20 of, like, Gohan just camping or just <laughs> Goku running in the recycled animation with yeah. no development at all. It was actually in real time. Yeah, it was shot in real yeah. time. That's how cameras worked That's back then. That's how long it would actually yep. take you to run a million miles. <laughs> yeah. It's like when DC did the new 52, Toriyama's like, what if we just yep. experience camping? Yeah. <laughs> I got an idea. the new 52 hours. <laughs> oh. I got an idea. Same 52. Basically. Run it. Put it on the press. Don't cut this. This is good. Beautiful stuff. Uh, So you watched one episode. I I, I think initially, uh, I tried it. Somebody told me that Kai was the one to check in on. So I'd I'd watch a few few here and there. Uh, But uh, other animes, uh, definitely like Cowboy Bebop. Oh. Uh, Uh, The pillar of the community. Yeah, yeah. I just finally got into One Punch Man, and it is brilliantly uh, simple. Uh, I I love it so much. Uh, What else am I getting? He kills them with one punch. That's the thing. Man. How far in One Punch Man are you? Uh, I think season two. I'm so oh, okay. jealous yeah. of that elevator pitch. He's like, <laughs> he's called One Punch Man. He kills someone one bit. Punch. And they're like, Just put one. it on TV. Let's go. How are you going to fill the time? Other people are fighting. I'm, I'm intrigued. <laughs> what an unbelievable log line that like, nobody will ever come up with again. <laughs> I was so skeptical going in, being like, I know he's going to do it with one punch. Why would I watch it? And then you're like, oh, Crocodile Dundee's under attack. <laughs> A lot of backstory. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. I'm in for that it. show's fantastic. So you have you've have been fully exposed to the genre. Then you just haven't yeah. had the Dragon Ball experience. Yeah, like I didn't. I didn't go to the big. I didn't go to the big one. You know, the one that everybody. I just you know, yeah. stuck. I don't. I don't think I had the experience. If I had been with you all, <laughs> I, th- I, th- I, th- I think it would have been a different experience. That's and, a very uh, like democratic answer. You could be real. No. no, no. I, honestly, this is like oh, I get it now. It's like oh, I'm, I'm in. Oh, yeah, this is well, fun. You now. have like a strange history at this point of like. Accidentally poisoning people. (laughs) Yeah, I feel bad sometimes. I feel like we're, you know, like when your dealer just gives you a little taste as a treat. Yeah. I'm into drugs. Yeah, I'm familiar with that. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, I know you just wanted some weed, but I also brought some meth and Dragon Ball. First one's on me, bud. Okay, have fun. Don't you hate when you go over the weed dealer's house and he makes you play meth and Dragon Ball? (laughs) I just came for the weed. (laughs) Now I have to hear your podcast about Dragon Ball? 
This weed dealer has a rival podcast about Dragon Ball. Yeah, not me. It's, it's called me. Building a World. I'm not the it's one what selling I do. drugs. <laughs> oh, is that happening again? Let's just go ahead and not talk about it on tape. We won't be talking about that. That's a rival podcast, not this one. <laughs> so, when you were a kid, then, like, if you weren't getting into anime at that point, or were you getting into anime? Like, is Cowboy Bebop from childhood? Or no, I think, like, as an adult, I think, like, just, uh, like, other cartoon, like, superhero stuff, comic book stuff, like, all, like, you know, the X-Men and Spider-Man. Ooh. I love the Tick. Uh, the Tick. Like, the East I think we've ever West. talked about the Tick on this oh, show. Oh, really? It's I really don't think it's ever come up. Wow, that's crazy. Well, yeah. Spoon to you all. Uh, <laughs> hey! <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, th- like, I think the Tick was pretty big comedically, like, yes. a big comedic uh, yeah. impact early on, because it was just very absurd. It was, like, it treated the world of superheroes. It's like, why are there all these superheroes in one city, and why isn't this chaos all the time? Uh, yeah, I used to love the episode where uh, they're basically making fun of Galactus, and he's just, like, stuck on the giant floating, I forget what they call him, but, like, Galactus is a giant space creature for people that don't know. It's just, like, a giant man. Really? Who's, like, this the oldest thing in the universe and the uh and the fantastic four he like comes to eat earth basically but uh in the tick they're parodying he eat, it. like anything else no man i mean planets are his favorite food and he's on a strictly planet diet and honestly you're not being accommodating about what about the eight other planets <laughs> i don't i'm not trying to poke holes here i just think that there are other there's so much space you could eat before you got here no i mean he was okay he All was right. like he's, he's, well, he's already he's done it hungry. he's more of a force of nature right. than um a, than a, a character yeah, but okay. the the tick uh, in this parody episode is just like stuck on him like a literal tick where he's yeah. just like walking around <laughs> that is what ticks be like I've seen him do it yeah. <laughs> have any of you guys gotten a tick oh yeah, yeah dog I've gotten so many oh man Long Island <laughs> love ticks yeah I, I was like a real outdoor kid for a while so like I wasn't. Ticks all the damn time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Ticks I- and poison ivy like every year hell yeah <laughs> did you ever get a tick on your penis no, I got one like right next to my eye once. Wow, the penis Alex. of the face. You're asking about <laughs> Alex. You're asking about a dick tick? Yeah. Well, Alex. my friend, my friend from childhood got Your... one, and we had to like get it off him. Your wow. friend? Yeah, he and did. You had to We're get very it off close. Him. <laughs> <laughs> well, he had this blood sucking parasite just chomping away at his hog. That's beautiful that you helped him out. And it moves. It was like on his like groin area and it like went for it too so it's like i think it like the, went for like it to went the tip. it went like it's yeah we tried to go in the hole that's no. made up i made that up but the rest <laughs> is true the rest is all true <laughs> you could imagine how disturbing that would be no because once they let go you can take them right off but um yeah uh i think that the penis is in a way if you're a tick one of the best places you can go. I guess no. that's what I'm trying to say. Alex, it fills with blood. What? It fills but only, with blood, but only in a very specific circumstance. Otherwise, it has almost none in it. If you could get hard enough, would that dislodge the tick or like explode the tick? Oh, it'd be like, um, yeah, like they always said, like when, when uh, Yakon uh, tries to take Goku's power and he exceeds his capacity and he explodes like that, but for getting hard and popping a tick. But when you were kids, did anybody ever tell you that you could pop a mosquito if you like if it bites yeah. your arm and you like flex? Dude, I do that now. Can you not do? that i mean i've never like i've never successfully done it (laughs) do you know who's real aware of this phenomenon is mosquitoes (laughs) they avoid it at all costs they see you starting to flex and they're just like no i'll leave i'll be back in a half a second (laughs) 
But like, when are we gonna start a band called Dick Tick? <laughs> Dick Tick and the Bloodsuckers. Google, Google this. Google this right now. Where's my phone? <laughs> this is definitely already a band. Well, not fine, be. Alex. Yeah. Crush my dreams. Oh well, well, I'll get back to you. You know what? Check, you guys think check, Alex check, is check, a supportive check. ally to women, but and they every do. corner, <laughs> everyone thinks that they all think that he always is crushing my dreams. Always. I'm like, let's all get matching Dragon Ball tattoos. Let's start Dick Tick, etc. Etc. Dick Tick is another let's, name for crabs. Let's not oh. play. Big Jenga. Let's not play Big Jenga. <laughs> oh, I miss Big Jenga. I invited you to play Big Jenga. I know. It was you in this Big Jenga. It's very loud. When they fall down. It's, yeah, it's a very really annoying thing to put in a bar. What yeah, if big... Jenga could hurt? That's kind of the premise of Big Jenga. I mean, it's hurt my feelings yeah. multiple times. Yeah. But what if we added physicality to yeah. that? <laughs> fall on your little toe. Big Jenga. Uh, Dylan, where did you grow up? Uh, New York and New Jersey. Uh, oh, I tri-state? love the area. <laughs> yes, yes, tri-state. Tri-state? Just, tri-state? Just, just, just two, two out of three, though. Okay. Yeah. Two-state. <laughs> Connecticut? Fuck off. <laughs> Not interested. Not in the trifecta. <laughs> nope. Dude, Were you exposed to anime fans as a teen or tween Oh, or that's child? a good question. Uh, I don't think in large amounts, which is probably why nobody ever, you know, set me on the right path in the right mm-hmm. direction. I was lost and rudderless until I was an adult, and then I had to go <laughs> strike out on my own. You know? It's probably for the better because I feel like people have two reactions to childhood anime fans, and it's either the those were my best friends or those fucking dweebs. Right? Yeah. yeah like I probably had enough nerdy stuff going on without the anime. I feel yeah. like that would have like pushed me over an edge. You're like I'm the, full. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like at, at that time, it would have been detrimental to my development. That was like the like... I was like, you know what? I like anime. I like comic books. I have this horrible personality. I'm good on role-playing, friends. Right. Yeah, like I've never played D&D, but like, I, like, it was like, oh, if somebody invited me to a game now, I'd be like, I'd be in. Yeah. It takes yeah. so long is the thing. Because like, when I started comedy, I got roped, in, roped into a like comedy D&D game. Which that is... sounds like it. My hell. They can break out at any moment <laughs> in any room in New York. That's like literally just like if we had like our own each personal Dante's Inferno, that's mine. <laughs> well, because I showed up and I didn't know how to do it and I was like really excited and I came with a character or whatever and Banel was running it. And oh, then I and I like well, I like Banel. And he's very first of all, if you don't drink alcohol at all, your brain can remember so many things and it's really <laughs> incredible. But um uh so Banel's DMing and we show up and I have like a great time is two hours and then he's like all right we'll be back here every week and i was like oh what <laughs> <laughs> what did i sign up for now <laughs> did you did you finish that campaign yeah like we did t- i okay, came back okay. for like two months <laughs> people there was like a mutiny halfway through because banel had too many beautiful details <laughs> <laughs> you like wrote a novel <laughs> People just started getting shit-faced and, like, yelling at him the whole time. (laughs) And I was like, and I'm from the caverns. (laughs) (laughs) I leaned into it all the way. I mean, I I could see you really enjoying it because you love a voice and persona, but it is I hate a commitment. commitment. Yeah, Yeah. being in the same place every week is is bad. Right, like... It's bad enough we do this. (laughs) At the end of it, I was like, well, maybe I'll get paid or something. How? Who would pay me? (laughs) (laughs) Is that why so many people have shitty D&D podcasts? Because they want to play D&D, and this gives them a reason to 
do it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. otherwise it would be really hard to justify, like, rounding out into your 30s. It's like, so many spending hours. Spending that much time it's doing so anything, let alone something that doesn't pay you. <laughs> I mean, I can't say that readily because, like, I play so many video games and stuff. It's true, but you don't have to go anywhere for that. No, dog, right. I can that stay. That makes all the difference. That's a I, big part of it. Hey, uh, so, yeah, especially now that I'm freelance, uh, have you guys heard of this great invention? It's called business bed. It's when you wake up and your bed is your office <laughs> and you go, doot, 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 business bed. <laughs> really? And then you do... I heard then, the song, but I never knew what it was <laughs> for. It and then, when you're done with business bed, you close your laptop and say, business is closed. Time for risky business. And you take out your switch and you go... Boop, boop, boop. And you go taking care of business yeah. and gaming anytime. <laughs> Work it out. <laughs> I was thinking of the Kevin Bacon movie where he's home alone, but uh, or Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. He's home alone. He's in his socks. He's no, Kevin around. Bacon's in uh, River Wild. River Wild That's and Footloose. And Footloose. And he played a Nazi in that X Men movie. Right. He Not- did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and he was he was the um, he was the rape cop in that one movie. Right. Right. He has a real face <laughs> for. Uh, <laughs> he has a real face for rape cop. <laughs> Uh, and you're Kevin Bacon's manager and you're like I don't want to say this the wrong way but we can use you <laughs> just looking through, looking through all, all the, the, the casting calls just like I feel like you're tailoring this a particular way <laughs> uh, right you had me at cop I was into that and now I'm kind of reading the script it's not really what I wanted to play I thought maybe dance was illegal <laughs> Totally understand, totally, totally understand, Kevin. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And then the next day comes in with like, what about Rape Doctor? <laughs> uh, you said you like superhero stuff. Did you mess with X-Men at all? Yeah. Did you see the new Legion show? Yeah, oh, I loved Legion. Okay, I'm looking for anyone to talk to about that because I saw, I just found out it was good and I watched the whole thing and it's like, a show that's been around for two years, so I can't just be like, hey, yeah. can I talk about Legion? Everyone's like, yeah, yeah. I know. Or you can, what? Time isn't real. You can talk about anything, whatever you want. Yeah. Just start a Legion conversation. They put it on film. That's why they put it there. <laughs> I was shocked because it's good. And I just assume any superhero TV sucks Bobo bananas. Right. <laughs> and that's not your fault, you know? Yeah. I, also, I also assume that. Yeah. You've been conditioned <laughs> yeah, but, by society to think that. Yeah, but it was like actually really good. And it's like one of the most visually not ugly superhero things I've ever seen. Because usually when they make live action stuff, they're like, what if this was shiny and looked like shit? Right. <laughs> or it's just dark all the time. So you can't tell that we couldn't afford better graphics. And they force in a lot of like musical numbers. And at first you're like, I'm not on board with this. And then the second later, it's like, Wait, this is what? Beautiful and amazing. Musical yeah. numbers? Yeah. In yeah. Legion? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I don't even know Wait, what's what the... the idea of Legion? What's so, the... the original superhero Legion was this 80s Chris, Chris Claremont character, and his basic idea is that he's Charles Xavier's son, I believe, mm-hmm. and he his mutant power is that he basically absorbs other mutants and then gets their powers, but the... <laughs> I'll the, have what he's having. The interpretation of the show is more esoteric than that. I would even 
dare say I hate that I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. I would even dare say that the first season almost has like a psychedelic David Lynch quality mm-hmm. because it's really just like yummy train of thought and shit. You dared to say it and you weren't wrong. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I have an ally in this room today, folks. Absolutely right. Um and I do love um some X-Men as allegory for the human condition. Right. I suggest, hey, Katie's Corner, watch Legion, why don't you? <laughs> but, but, but make sure you watch them in the right order. I am easily distracted and I watched the second season like out of order because oh. it's such a weird show that like I was just like, <laughs> I just assumed I wasn't following it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I just don't know what's going That's on. It's a very powerful narrative. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I started at like the second to the last yeah. episode of the season or the second season and was like, I I have no idea what's happening. It's but. like so cool when a surreal <laughs> narrative can just big dick you into thinking you're the one that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> exactly what happened to me. So I'm not smart enough to get Legion. <laughs> and that's my fault. Maybe if I keep watching. Uh, the real real Twin Peaks hours. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Then you'll sometimes get a show like Twin Peaks where it doesn't make any sense. So you assume that it's your fault. And actually there was no way you could have understood it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and once you like get a little bit older and start like having <laughs> conversations with people. When you people. get a little older, you meet Kyle McLaughlin. You well, say you were on yet. Jeffrey Epstein's plane. <laughs> and he's like, I, I was, but like you like show. my wine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made it myself. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? You party on Jeffrey Epstein's plane, Kyle yep. McLaughlin, but you still okay in my yep. book. I love showgirls. Yep. It is very fun to think of the Lolita Express looking like Austin Powers' plane. <laughs> 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 oh, the oh, thing man. is, since his mansion was so psychotic mm. from what they took out yeah, of it, dude. I mean, maybe it did, though. He's yeah. got that wild-ass fucking temple and whatever. Choose any of the girls you'd like. It's Shagadelic up here. <laughs> You've ruined Shagadelic for me. <laughs> now I, I have to stop saying that. <laughs> They're all doing a coordinated dance. <laughs> At gunpoint. <laughs> All right, before we move on, uh, uh, other nerdy stuff, aside from superheroes, do you have other nerdy stuff? Oh, yeah, like I also like video games. Uh, Got myself a Switch as well. It is great to play in the bed or on a toilet or anywhere in the world. Uh, (laughs) Do you play it on the subway? Is the bridge too far to play on the subway? It depends on where I'm going. Like, I don't don't know. I don't play on the subway often. Because I feel like th- like that's just too much of me not paying attention to my surroundings. Because mm-hmm. I get you, know, you get way too into. I missed my stop and... doing um uh Slay the Spire a week ago. You ever played Slay the Spire? No. You gotta get Slay the Spire. Oh, I got a Spire. Yeah, Slay it's the like Spire. twenty bucks. It's one of the indie games. Okay, okay. Katie, have you? Do you have Slay the Spire? I haven't, but everyone keeps suggesting it to me. All right. Well, that's my pick of the week. Another segment we're starting. <laughs> <laughs> what's What's your go to game on the Switch right now? Uh, I've I've been replaying Zelda Breath of the Wild, uh, but also uh, what's the something zero? Uh, it's like a game. Katana you, Zero. Yeah, Katana Zero. That game's good as hell. Yeah, I love it. It's like zero, Hotline but... Miami. You know Hotline Miami? No. Oh, you don't know any cool games, Jeremy? Ugh, no. Uh, <laughs> it's like you, you kill people, and it's all eight bit, and there's all this uh, like drive music in the background. Like I'm just playing Stardew Valley until. Animal Crossing comes out, and I oh, can man, do so the same Crossing. game but different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you want like, come no to responsibilities, really, right? In in Animal Crossing, or you kind of do, but like you don't have to. 
it's your own game, baby. Yeah. You can yeah. Do what Whereas you like Stardew, want. it feels like you have to farm at least a little bit. Well, you do go into debt in Animal Crossing. <laughs> go into debt. <laughs> um, I do like that I had to have like a serious conversation with my partner where we were like, okay, so Animal Crossing's coming out, and it's like, should, should we, we open e- a joint account? Do we each get our <laughs> own game? Because I'm like, you can. You can live on someone's island. They're like, well, we both need to get separate games so we can trade resources. But just so you know, Doom also comes out there, so I won't be able to play as much as you. And I'm like, well, as long as you, you know, plan your time accordingly. <laughs> Communication is where so did, important. Where did you have this conversation? Did you like go out for dinner and like? Yeah, it was really talk? a big deal. You know. <laughs> We were on Snake Way. People <laughs> rag on non-traditional relationship models, but it's prepared. My whole life of like weird hippie, like you know, non-monogamy has come to this, yeah. so I can have a really hard conversation about Animal Crossing. <laughs> has, has everybody in this room beaten a Zelda game? Yeah, they're a pain You're in the ass. It. Okay, do you have the problem I have, Katie, where with that type of game, they give you very specific instructions and only say them once, and then you don't remember them because you were thinking or doing something else, and then you just kind of get stuck in a room for 10 hours and quit? Yeah, I don't really like puzzle dungeon shit. What are they testing me for? <laughs> just yeah. let me stab things. Yeah, it's your I'm, fucking I'm, that's problem. That's like more my gameplay, too. I really like... um uh battle strategy games like Fire Emblem. Yes, that's my like dear. That's like my <laughs> kind of shit where I like having a bunch, like a thousand characters and I have to like upgrade them, give yeah. them guns and shit yeah. and like put them on the little thing and have them like, I love that shit. But yeah, when it's like, you must find a key and right. you have to go through this door different ways to get yeah. the button. To, I'm like, fuck this. I'm what done. What pocket is the ruby in? No, I yeah. Like, uh, Breath of the Wild pockets. kind of like mitigated that pretty well, though, by just making all of those things very bite sized. Yeah. Where like the, all the little puzzle dungeons are like very tiny and you can leave and come back and get the instructions again if you want to. I got to the water dungeon in that one. Yo. Water. Okay, I'm coming. To, I've, yeah. I've said Katie's this corner a second time. Water. Let's I go. have said Fuck this water. on the show before. <laughs> Fuck water temples. Yes, I have never yeah. had a water temple that gave me an easy time. I remember playing my Game Boy Advance. I turned it off for like three weeks. I turned it on and I was stuck in Golden Sun in a fucking water temple. And I'm like, God damn it, I'm never beating this game. Mm-hmm. Fuck the, a water I temple. I think the most stressful water levels I've ever faced were in Sonic games because that oh, music yeah. is just anxiety inducing. I don't know why they, they put that in there. They give you a timer before you drown. I remember playing that when I was like six years old and I was like, what happens if the timer... Oh no. <laughs> Getting so desperate for an air bubble. It's right. like, I should not be experiencing anxiety at eight oh years old. Like, yeah. And watching him suck in the air bubble yeah, is yeah, really yeah, yeah. intense. The, the way they handle <laughs> Sonic dying is very funny, where they're just like, well, your lungs are full of water, and so you're going to bounce up in the air and do a starfish, and that's it for you. <laughs> just like real life. I hope that's in the movie. I haven't seen it yet, but I hope he drowns I think I'm going to see it tomorrow. I think I'm, I, I'm afraid of the sex scene. But I'm excited. <laughs> Jim Carrey's or Sonic sex scene? Sonic they, they both, they 2020, both have year of the year furry. Year of the furry, yeah. the furry, baby. Let's go. I know I keep bringing up 8 Mile on this show, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite... <laughs> 
segue over. <laughs> the thing about Sonic is he's fast. So if he had a sex scene, I would expect it to be like the eight mile sex scene yes. where it's like 15 seconds long in a car factory. And then he busts and he jumps up in the air and starfishes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure that, that's, I'm sure that's on a storyboard somewhere. Well, Gotta go fast. <laughs> I guess let's talk about Dragon Ball now. <laughs> talk about... Hitting it and quitting it. Hitting it and quitting it on Snake Way. That's a real Goku move, I feel. I'm trying to take these ladies to Snake Way. Oh, that's such a fun image, though, of like Sonic finishing a one-night stand and then being like, gotta go fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the thing is, he has, no, he has no shame. He's proud to do it because it's on brand for him. But now I get the Sonic appeal because it's like sometimes you just want them to go. Yeah. Just like get the fuck yeah, out, of get here. out of here! Yeah, yeah, that's this is a cuddle the... situation. Tails is a, Tails is a lover, though. You know, yeah. yeah. Tails sticks around, but Tails is also a wait for marriage type, right? Honestly. Also, they all he's wear Mormon. gloves because he's Mormon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're saying. <laughs> I just think, like if you met two guys and they were wearing matching gloves, I feel like you'd be like, I don't know what your dynamic is. <laughs> Which one of you is the fast one? <laughs> <laughs> I think of all like the original Sonic characters, probably best all around dick game is Robotnik. <laughs> Come on, you got to imagine. You can't oh, say you these things. <laughs> Yo, out of all the things I thought we were gonna get canceled for, that's it. That's <laughs> shows over obscene. people. Obscene. Jeremy's in jail now. Robotnik has done nothing <laughs> consensual in his life for you to be giving him compliments like this. <laughs> He's the scourge of the community. Well, who would be better? Face me on that. Face me on the issues. Don't attack my character. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got the better all-around game? You don't include Knuckles in the early oh, game? I, I count Knuckles. I think Knuckles can fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be explaining myself further. The time has come to recap. Dragon Ball Z! <laughs> Hey everyone, it's me, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yo, just wanted to say that you know something that never gets old or slow? It's the great anime podcast, Ballin' Out Super, number one. I can't believe it. Uh, this isn't a plug for that, just more, they're great shirts. I have one, and people turn on the street and scream when they see me wearing it. They see me, and I'm just wearing it in a shirt and my little hedgehog dicks hanging out the bottom, slapping the ground with my surprisingly giant hedgehog dick. That's me, Sonic the Hedgehog. Got a jet! <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I'm going to start it now. All right. Everyone okay? The title of this episode is Run in the Afterlife, Goku, the One Million Mile Snake Way. Million Dollar Man, Million Mile Snake Way, Million Mile Snake Way, baby. Million Mile Snake Way. Immediately, baby. very funny to me that they didn't pick an attainable, understandable number. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Like 3,000 would have still felt like a very long snake. That's the length of America. Well, it's much longer than that, though. It's a million. Can't tame the snake, baby. (laughs) But it's like a million gets to that level of number... Where, where the mind can't process it. Yeah, exactly. It. Like, yeah. You can't understand what a million miles looks like. Like you, you can't really conceive of Mike Bloomberg's wealth, and you can't possibly picture how long this snake is. Yeah. Yeah. So the snake is Mike Bloomberg. <laughs> the snake is Mike Bloomberg, in a way. I'm sorry. 
Did you guys read that Mike Bloomberg owns Hot Topic? I did read that. No. He's scaling down Hot Topic. He's lost the goth boat. And Spencer's gifts. Yeah. Yeah. What? Wait, why does he own those? Mike Bloomberg says he parties with sluts. <laughs> But the paper trail says otherwise. If you look at his novelty glass collection, you will find he does not. <laughs> I'm not buying my friends any more naughty birthday cards. <laughs> oh, man. I can't support that. Anyway, man. I like just found that out before I came here. Mike Drew, Bloomberg Drew says Co- he laughs because you're all the same. <laughs> you know, sometimes I, I, I get annoyed at everyone, but it's good to be understood by your friends. Drew like called me specifically to be like, <laughs> you get a phone Drew call Kaufman's like, Katie, did you know Mike Bloomberg owns Hot Topic? I'm like, Katie, are you sitting down? <laughs> I hope he's canvassing for Bloomberg. Yeah. Like, and I, 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 I hope that's just one of the calls people are making. For um, Jeremy, I saw earlier that you tweeted that people who suck at canvassing should canvass for Bloomberg. And mm. that's so funny you said that because I literally had a conversation with Andrew Dursler the other day where I'm like, I'm not canvassing because I suck ass at it. So now I'm thinking about <laughs> yep. being Go after Bloomberg. Yeah. I would definitely it. take that job. There's <laughs> literally no safeguard against it. Like, to show up as a volunteer, you could absolutely do this. You could go there and be like, I want to go walk for Bloomberg. And yeah. they'll send you out and then you just go out and you're just like, uh, hey, I'm here for Bloomberg. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I'm gonna like just go and be an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> don't be too much of an idiot because they'll they'll stay. Yeah, but just, yeah, I think I'm just line. yeah I'm gonna go canvas and be like, yo, he's so rich. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you understand how rich he is, and it's like an inconceivable amount. In a way, he's all of our daddies. <laughs> you just say that at, at, at every door. You ever drink a big soda and your stomach hurts? Yeah, it's mm. too much he's soda. He's trying to stop that he from wants happening. Me to, to he wants me to drink better. better. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to recap the show now, but I, I had to tell you guys about my hot topic knowledge. <laughs> I'm still going to get high and order Dragon Ball merch from them. It's fine. Okay. He's stopping and frisking my childhood. <laughs> Chi Chi sits at home and thinks about Gohan. Uh, she She's thinking about him. And she says he's very well behaved, right. and he's a good boy and a little boy, right? And her baby boy, and then uh, Ox King, her father, uh, comes over with uh, the Dragon Ball hallmark of unmarked boxes, large unmarked boxes. Now, if you are unfamiliar with the Ox King, <laughs> boy, is he a tall drink of water. Mm-mm-mm. He's at least 10 feet tall. He's got a big masculine beard. He's got boxes that are drawn to look normal for him to carry, so they're actually like four feet wide boxes. (laughs) And he's carrying them through the door to this tiny house that he's bigger than. And you're thinking, well, I can't wait to hear the bass voice on this gentleman and then he talks and it's always like hey everybody where are we going today i'm looking for my grandson well to be fair he's a you know he's a grandpa he's just a goofy gus yeah, big goof he's, he's just a, he's so big he's a wacky he's rectangle so of a man big. i've uh, he's just so big no one told him not to talk like that <laughs> <laughs> just, he could do whatever he wants sure wear a hat with horns on it whatever you want man yeah, you're an adult you can wear that hat you're so big <laughs> i know who i'm picking for tug of war that's what people would say <laughs> when they see the ox king anyway so that was that part yeah well after that comical moment we cut to our friends 
in an unmarked field where Krillin yells to the sky because Goku's dead as fuck. Right, yeah. He has a big hole all the way through his organs, all of them. Which just looks like a big bruise. Yeah, look, well, because they don't want to gross you out. It'd be funny to have like the same level of drawing for everything than like a hyper-realistic drawing of Goku's smashed internal organs. <laughs> I'd be into that. Yeah, that'd be really cool. That'd be sick. You could like, see the ribs poking out and stuff. I, I don't think that would be cool. Quote be Jeremy Hammond. No, actually, that'd be really cool. No, <laughs> no, no, it wouldn't be cool. It'd be cool. It would not. It's going to make you not want to watch Goku do his sick fights because of the terrible repercussions. <laughs> it's going to undercut the entire premise of the show. Um, but he's dead, and Raditz is dead, and you can tell Raditz is dead because his pupils are gone, which is what dead people are oh, like. Yeah, you guys have seen a dead body, right? Oh yeah, y'all seen oh, a yeah. dead body? Yeah. And then they robbed the body, right? And then they just start taking. Stuff yeah, they started up? taking. It's like Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> We got a scouter. We got 35 zenny. Uh, yeah, Bulma presses baby Gohan into her titties and Goku disappears. Right. The corpse is no more. Oh, and he does like a Yoda thing. Yeah, like yeah. Jedi. Yeah. And then Piccolo's like, this is Kame's doing. Uh, Kame is, uh, what's his? Kame. I know, but what's his like role again? He's, like He's the protector of Earth. Yeah. Right, yeah. He's in charge of the Dragon Balls. And uh, Piccolo still doesn't have an arm, just so you guys know. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't bother getting it back for yeah. like a long time, which we thought was pretty funny. <laughs> if you were missing an arm, like how aware of it would you be? Well, I remembered <laughs> that this is the episode where he like shoots the arm out of his arm and whatever yeah. and like, throws it back. And I was watching him put his shoulder pad thing back on, thinking to myself like, Grow yeah. the hand first. Grow a hand that first. That seems like it's really annoying to put on with one hand. <laughs> I've definitely already talked about this on the show before. I used to have a bit where I pretend to be the one arm comedian and all my yeah. materials about arms, and then I grow another arm and it ruins my career. <laughs> it's a good bit. It's one of my favorite bits. <laughs> and I had a the last time I ever did it, I brought a wa- like I snuck a water balloon in my shirt, so when I grew it. I did the piccolo thing where it like shoots goo out. <laughs> That's commitment. I remember it we took like so long. <laughs> I remember we we workshopped the logistics of that. Oh, all right, I remember this. Yeah, I asked you where to, what kind of water balloon to get. Yes, this is good. Never uh, the again. Craft. The craft. The, the great craft game, they yeah. call it. I'm sure it was completely worth it and everybody loved it. Everyone loved it. They got the reference. <laughs> I think in a crowd of 20 people, one guy was like, hoo-hoo, and that was about it. Damn. And that's, you know what? The, we always say, if one person hoo-hoos, it was all worth it. It was all worth yeah, it. That's what you do it for. That's what you're in the game for. It's for the hoo-hoos. Mm-hmm. Train conductors, comedians, <laughs> all in it for the hoo-hoos. Oh, I was living for the hoo-hoos. <laughs> Owls. Owls trying to talk. <laughs> That's how you know you got a satisfied customer. <laughs> More owls in the audience. <laughs> oh, no, not you. Not you if you're listening. Yeah, no. Yeah, you're just big, a Dragon Ball Z bird yeah. audience member <laughs> proponent. Yeah, falcons. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can get a lot of you can get a lot of birds in the rafters. You can pack out a uh, you can pack out more people if you get some birds in the crowd. That's crash, true. You know? Yeah. <laughs> if you count say. birds as people, you can you can fit a lot of people in a stadium. You get a whole level of verticality that was totally off the tables for you before. Yeah. They don't adhere to two drink minimums, but you know, otherwise. <laughs> Great audience members. Yeah. <laughs> better you're better luck with a two vol minimum. <laughs> a two vol minimum. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, because they eat them. Hey, and then try you have- the worm. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have 
ever been coughing up a pellet and a science teacher grabs it and you're like, bitch, I've worked for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, this is this is my kind yeah, of comedy. Like yeah. <laughs> so uh, the gang decides they need to collect the Dragon Balls to wish Goku back as soon as possible. And then Bulma's like, we need all the help we can get. And yet, Yamcha's dumbass has ghosted me once again. Wherever the fuck he is, his useless piece of shit. And Krillin's like, wow, I can't believe he left you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Krillin ad- ad- immediately acting like a sports fan. <laughs> Yamcha is a professional baseball player. He's too busy to be helping his dumb girlfriend. Ex-girlfriend. Yeah, we were watching that. We were like... Krillin signing on for like team boys yeah, real dude. quick. Really coming shutting to Bulma for the down. Homies. Goku <laughs> just died and he's still like, shut up, bitch. <laughs> he's he spends busy. enough time with you. <laughs> well, he doesn't owe you more time. <laughs> he's pitching no hitters in the minors. My man has a promising career. Priorities, baby. <laughs> uh you know, Yamcha just like wastes time too. It's just like well, this week my room's gonna be desert themed and redecorates his room. Oh yeah. See, people misunderstand why I stand Yamcha so hard because he's like such a fucking stoner slacker, yeah. regular dude in this world of people shooting beams yeah. right. and aliens, and he's just like, you guys ever just get in your van and ride? <laughs> That's the thing is, I feel like all the people who hate him are like really just hating themselves. You know, they're just seeing yeah. too much of themselves. That's why I Yamcha. like Yamcha. It's like I, why I like Yajirobe. He's like, I just want to get all the credit and eat snacks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dirtbags are the best characters. If yeah. you own a sword but spend most time eating snacks... You might be Edgerobi. <laughs> All right. So anyway, they uh, and like we said before, uh, they uh, Bulma grabs Raditz's power scatter and she pops it open. She's like, "I can't wait to steal this technology for yeah. profit." Bulma. <laughs> yep. She opens the little door. She's like, "Yep, wires." Yep. <laughs> By the way, I totally know how to open this right away. It's from space. It's no, there's no obstacle to me. Yeah. I, luckily, there's a flathead screwdriver. Oh, how's this work? It's yeah. like an iPhone. All right, got it. <laughs> Everyone's discussing their plans for later. Uh, we're gonna go to Roshi's. We're gonna get something to eat. Hey, Piccolo, what are you up to? Oh, I'm <laughs> shitting out an arm. Oh, fuck. <laughs> He's all sweaty. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happens when you leave me alone for a few seconds. You know? <laughs> that's true. Where do you like? Do you have to ask everyone? Like, by the way, don't look. <laughs> if, you, if you guys don't mind, just like turning around. What, what is uh, the I etiquette? Might go behind a tree. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> just screaming at the top of his lungs. It does seem like something and, you want to do, Prime. <laughs> and then this big wet blast comes out of you. Do you think it's like pushing out a turd? Yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah. What else? No, that's what, <laughs> like, what else? if he did that inside. <laughs> like, God damn it, dude. You do that in my house, yeah. dude? This I'll, is rug. You, you did it on the rug. I let you sleep on the couch, but I didn't say make yourself at home. Like, <laughs> God damn. All Fuck. of Piccolo's furniture has plastic on it. <laughs> <laughs> Piccolo on Room Raiders is like, oh no, the black white. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm culturally Italian. Cassandra will never ask me out now. That's why I'm so fucking mad. They call my room the blast. <laughs> yeah, he's a gross little green guy. He's so gross. I, I love, love how him. much piccolo we're getting. Uh, so, yeah, uh, after he freaks everyone out with his juice arm, he's like, give me that that baby give me the boy and he does like a special little move (laughs) he does a a boy beam he's like I you know I'm gonna train him because just to remind you two sands are coming in a year that's gonna kill the fuck out of us right so he wants to train Gohan best plan obviously (laughs) it's a good plan but like this is five minutes after Goku's dead so there's gotta be a second where they're like oh we know nothing about Piccolo (laughs) there's like a 50% chance he's about to eat this baby (laughs) yeah and it's like up to this point their only interaction with him was him trying to kill people you're right yeah, yeah. so and also he uh shoots arms out of his body there's no <laughs> rules for piccolo well i'd say you know if you start off trying to kill people everything else is kind of better you yeah know, that, that's, it can't arms, get worse than it's been babies. yeah that's better and i mean dragon ball this whole episode's about setting the emotional boundaries of Dragon Ball, which is That's zero feelings, yes. <laughs> uh, tr- gaslighting works, mm-hmm. and you just got to believe that men know best. You just have to believe that. <laughs> They're trying their best. Meanwhile, Goku's dead, and uh, him and Kami are hanging out, and they're in heaven uh, begging King Yema, who is a giant, he's like St. Peter, but huge, and a big old dad. <laughs> yeah. You know, you ever been here about St. Peter and being like, well, how big is he? This is like, <laughs> it fixes that problem. <laughs> he demands respect with his 100-foot stature. Yeah, he's like a, you know, he's like a Godzilla sized man yeah, he's too big and he has a little desk and he's doing all his little paperwork and it's com- a huge desk call me uh, really little assistance next right, to the desk. Yeah. right. Yeah. oh his support staff is so good right right i love that everybody demons. who works up there is just like a little dork with like a button-up shirt they work for they look like they work for geek squad they're dressed the same as the geek squad people <laughs> but they're blue and they have horns and they're just ha- thrilled to work in heaven. Yeah. Really helpful. Big wide eyes. Yeah, they don't, they don't complain about anything. The benefits are so good. And on Fridays, there's free beer in the rec room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they give me virgins. <laughs> I have no idea what they're doing up there. But uh, the only thing I wanted to say... What are they doing up there? Uh, well, the one thing I wanted to point out on this podcast, because I've been watching Dragon Ball for 20 years and this just occurred to me. King Yemma is just an even bigger... Bigger Ox King. He's just Ox King, but ten times bigger. They have yeah. the same face and he's red. And when I was a kid, I used to get them confused. Because they're the same guy. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about how big Ox King was, and it's like, well, there's a bigger man yeah. in this episode. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> he gets even bigger. And Ox King has fake horns, and King Yama has real horns. So he's just trying to be... He's trying to be he's King, trying to be King and Yama. And the funny thing about King Yama, too, is that not only is he gigantic, but they also like proportion him as if he's even big for people his size. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the room should be slightly larger. <laughs> it's not. So Kami is public defending Goku, and he's like, please let this dumb man train with the fabled King Kai. and Because uh, they want to send him to heaven. And Goku's like, is this heaven? 
do aliens come to heaven like Bill and Ted? Is my <laughs> genocidal brother here? And they're like, no, he's in hell. <laughs> <laughs> they really throw that word around for this one. Yeah, like King Kai's like, you know, Yama's pretty powerful, but uh, I mean, uh, Kami's like, King Kai's uh, more powerful than Yama. And then once again, Yama's like, don't talk shit. Or you get sent to hell. <laughs> Bitch, I'm right here. It would Talk be- shit, get rocked. <laughs> <laughs> I think it w- there is a fun version of Dragon Ball where Goku is lazy and is just like, I'll just train with King Yama. He's right here. Why, why do I have to so go? Any- Look, you see how freaking big he is? Maybe he can make me big. <laughs> he just comes back big and dies again. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're like, uh, you know, Snake Way is like really long and King Kai is very far away. But okay, have at it, dumbass. And it'll take you a year to get yeah, there. Yeah, Kame was like, this will be a difficult year for you. And Goku's like, yeah, sick. <laughs> cool. I wasn't fun. listening. <laughs> this desk is huge. <laughs> I would not have been able to pay attention in that environment at all. There was so much going on. Yeah. yeah. To the point that Kami starts recapping the whole show, and Yemma's like, can you get the fuck out of here? <laughs> Don't you see this comical size of paperwork? I got shit to do. Do you see the long ass line of ghosts behind you? <laughs> <laughs> and they already have like the next customer there and he's like a dog guy in a yeah. cloak. You can only wonder what kind of bullshit he's throwing out there. <laughs> Probably dog stuff. And then you used to have to take it seriously because that's your job. And you're like, yeah, how many bones? <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, Goku takes uh, an Uber to Snake Way and the little demon driving the car is like, oh, King Kai's so cool. I've met him. Like, you're going to, he's really great. Your internship's going to be so fun. He's he's even funnier than on TV. Oh, I don't know how. The opportunity there is that he calls him down to earth and then doesn't follow it up with a joke about how he lives on his own little planet. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> really set that one up and didn't uh, take advantage. Didn't deliver. So that's a point of criticism. Meanwhile, <laughs> the gang. Losing a Dragon Ball for that. You're losing a Dragon Ball for that, gotta say. Meanwhile, the gang has this discussion where they draw straws and they're like, all right, who's going to tell Chi Chi Goku's dead and Piccolo kidnapped her son? And they're like, Krillin, you bitch. Anyway. Back at Snake Way, uh, they drop Goku off in front of Snake Way, and Goku's like, look how long it is. It looks really long. And the guy's like, yeah, it's one million miles. And he's like, oh, fuck. This thing that people have told me multiple times has just sunk in. I cannot emphasize enough how long this is. Sure, whatever. You wanna- I mean, a million miles is like... Ha- like- how long would that take you to like fly in an airplane? It would be like years. I don't know, but he's going to run it. And also, I mean, he does ask a question, which is very important, which is like, do I need to know anything? And luckily they're just like, it's a snake. Because <laughs> you could imagine if you get halfway there and there's like a fork or whatever, and you're just like, Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) It's a two-tailed snake. Well, they're like, don't fall off it. And he's like, no shit! And he flies away. He's rude. He flies away. Meanwhile, Krillin has put on his bar mitzvah suit and practices giving bad news to Chi-Chi. Oh my god, he's wearing like a fucking zoot suit. Yeah, he looks like a rat pack guy. I think it's a... uh, This is horrible. Um, I believe it's a reference from the original Dragon Ball when 
Master Roshi takes Goku and Krillin to their first martial arts tournament. Oh, yeah. He, he makes them wear little zoot suits. Hey, dress up. You gotta look nice for the big game. It's like, you ever were you ever on a sports team in high school and they make you wear a little suit to school? Yes. So you look like a little dipshit? <laughs> what? Yeah. The disdain in your voice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, away, away, away you games. don't want to do it. Away games, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, that sucks. To show your peers you're a businessman or whatever. Wait, why are you wearing a suit, though? I don't know why. I think it's like to imitate like how athletes give conferences on TV and they, they wear their little suits huh. on the big men. Yeah, wear the little suits. Yep, that all tracks. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, right. sounds right to me. And they're like, I'm a, a big man in a little suit. For See the day, I'm Dwayne Wade. At the game. I appreciate the fact that he changed. He might have had little Goku bits on him. You don't want to show up to tell. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's just part of a scalp <laughs> on his shirt. <laughs> uh, but we do get a funny scene here, don't we? Uh, yeah. uh, funny? Uh, sure. Chi-Chi and Ox King come to the door and they're like, what's up? Hey, and he's like, Goku is fine. And he's, and she's like, is he coming or what? And he's like, I don't know. Maybe. And, yeah. and Ox King invites him in. Man, can't wait to hear more of that yeah. storyline. Yep. Well, but we've all been in that situation where you got to give bad news to a tiger mom. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about? Yes, that culturally yeah. sensitive. Yeah, we love to hear it. Okay, Phrase. all right. To have it on our show. If you were gonna, ha- okay, if there, if we're going to pick a cartoon character who might embody this stereotype, I think it's an appropriate one. Right. The, She's like her whole on this character. Japanese television show. Yes, that stereotype that was that no one had any issue with. <laughs> I feel like lots of people have issues with that stereotype. What are you guys talking about? I, don't know. What? I stick by it. What are you talking about? <laughs> In the case of Chi Chi, I stick by my analysis. Meanwhile, Piccolo has landed and he's like, You rested enough, you dumbass baby. I really need to emphasize for this bit that Gohan is literally canonically four years old. He's okay. so small. And he drops Gohan into a puddle to drown him awake. Yeah, right. Like you do with your four year old. Gohan wakes up and he's like, you're not my dad. I literally don't know you. He's crying. And Piccolo's like, oh, fuck. Shut up. Right. You bitch. Shut up. Number one, your dad's dead. Number two, (laughs) let's go. Basically, he's like, your dad's dead as shit. Gohan keeps calling him daddy, too. It's like a game of who's daddy and who's not daddy. And all he wants to do is see some daddy. Right, his yeah. father who raised him. Right, he's trying to get all that daddy. In. No, I'm not doing this joke about child. No, no. no I'm just saying you're there's really, an age of really... development where it's all about who's daddy and who's not daddy. You're really O for O in this shit, Alex. <laughs> I stand by everything I've ever said. I like how every time he says daddy, his eyebrows go up a little bit. You can't see that <laughs> you at guys all. Can't see it at all. Yeah, I'm also sweating now. These are two two bean ball pitches in a row. You're about to give. A walk. Let's go. Yeah, so Piccolo is like, yeah, your dad's dead, remember? And then we get a, a sepia tone flashback of the last episode. Very annoying. Right. In case you forgot. Extremely annoying. Well, we have a guest here. Yeah. Right. Dylan yeah. Had, didn't know. Yeah. yeah I, I wanted to see this child's father. Yeah, Dylan had. <laughs> exclusively for podcast guests. <laughs> it's also like if this was on, like, 
not every episode sucks. Look at this thing that happened. <laughs> that was pretty cool last week, huh? <laughs> Dylan, did you enjoy that flashback? Oh, I really did. You enjoyed feel edge edutainment? It, it, fe- it felt it, the gravitas of the beam going through both of their chests. I felt the sacrifice, and I saw the pain in the little child's face as he also My saw the flashback. <laughs> yeah, like uh, they did cut out the Creed song that was playing over that, oh. but <laughs> it was human clay. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Don't stand by that one. That's, that's the one where I give up. Uh, he's like, sorry, I, I lost. I, 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 okay. Raditz flashback. We're like at the end of the thing. Piccolo yells, uh, the crying out of Gohan. He's like, I'm gonna yell until you stop crying. Remember this lesson. He's like, right, okay, no mm-hmm. feelings. Put that inside. Deep inside, like a diamond that cuts you up every time you wake up. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Your friends meant to go collect the Dragon Balls, but I'm going to teach you how to be a strong warrior with no feelings to stop these two fuckers who are going to come fuck up our house party." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "I'm too little to fight," and he's like, "You're so strong, and let me prove it to you by throwing you at a mountain." Yep. Yeah, amazing. This is what you're here for. Pic- yep. Piccolo throws Gohan. At a mountain, right? He gets a blue aura and he zaps the mountain away. And Piccolo's like, "Oh fuck!" And I'm like, "What did you think <laughs> yeah, was gonna happen?" Was. Well, yeah. I've thrown babies at mountains and it's never gone that well. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Well, he probably just thought he was gonna fly away or something. Not yeah, go or like beast mode. Maybe shoot a hole through it, or just land gracefully like a cat. Mm. Go Have on. you ever dropped a cat that can't catch itself? It's a terrible feeling. <laughs> 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 my, my old roommate had a cat with nerve damage, and I would forget that because every other cat in my lived experience has been, you know, full-on cat mode. And yeah. so you will be holding it five feet off the ground and be like, I'm done with you. Yeah, and so, like, that's what this was, but for a boy. Alex, just put the cat down normal. I forget. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta train that cat to fight. <laughs> I want the cat to be ready next year when the Saiyans arrive. <laughs> Much like that nerd damage cat, Gohan says, I don't want to fight, I want to be a scholar. And uh, to which Piccolo replies, stop whining, or I'll end your fucking life. <laughs> and he's like, uh, okay, I'll do what you said. But once my dad's back, I want him to train me instead. And he's like, Gohan, uh, Goku's a bench. And I can tell because you're such a sniveling piece of shit. And they tie that into Goku sneezing on Snake Way. Yeah, very funny transition. Uh, out of Clarendon. <laughs> he's having an asthma attack. Knocks him out of the sky. Yeah. So and he's like, I guess I'll walk the rest of the way. End of episode. End of episode. Wow. You love to see it, folks. What a great ep- what a, another great fine episode. episode. A lot happened. A, a long walk to get there. A lot <laughs> happened. All right, let's rate the a episode. A long walk. Do an email. Get out of here. Alex out of seven Dragon Balls. Wow. Well, I'm beginning my walk from a low rating of a Dragon Ball episode to a low to medium rating of a Dragon Ball <laughs> episode. I give it two out of seven Dragon Balls. A lot of talking. I have more expectations for Z than I do for Super. Uh, I expect I expect to be pleased. Mm, Katie? It's hard because I'm just so delighted to just be watching this in general, <laughs> but I'm trying not to let my nostalgia and love for the show paint my st- st- 
my judgments, uh, yeah. my logic. So it is true that nothing really fucking happened this episode. Yeah. But uh, man, I love King Yama shit because Goku's so small and sassy. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it four out of seven. Whoa! I was entertained. I mean, I yeah, I didn't true. hate watching it. Yeah. The animation was good. There was a goo arm. Goo arm, yeah. <laughs> oh, I did love the goo arm. You know, the there's so much good. Piccolo, and I love I retroactively Piccolo. changed mine to three for the goo arm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, note that down, folks at home. <laughs> did anybody make this Wikipedia yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, people are making the wiki, yeah. The wiki is happening. Uh, people are noting this shit. Three. Three out of seven for episode four. Goo arm. All right, Dylan. Uh, I'll give it a five. You know, it had a. I love coming in late to uh, a conversation and just like me try, trying to catch up on things. Like what? Somebody? Oh, this dude just got this dude got murdered. You kidnapped a baby. Goo arm was great. Goo Big giant so man. Uh, I was highly entertained. So I'm gonna give it five. Beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank you for giving it a five. Yeah. Uh, I just want to thank all of our guests for giving it fives <laughs> recently. It's done me a very real service. <laughs> And whoever edits it, a very real service. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to also give it a 5 out of 7. Uh, it was largely boring, but I do have to give a lot of points for Goo Arm, as well as Giant Beam That Blows Up Mountain. Oh, yeah, yeah. that was yeah, cool. You threw a baby. He threw a baby and the baby blew up a mountain. That's that's primo Dragon Ball he shit. That's pretty good. You got to give that some points. He told that's him true. to stop crying, woke him up by drowning him, and threw him at a mountain. Yeah. That All right. shit what, other, what other television show gives you that? I can none, and that's that's what you're here for. And folks. he's the this best country, dad right? in the show. That's the father figure of the show. Go on, it's time to cook. He's got two thumbs and likes to throw babies. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> now this guy. <laughs> uh, are we gonna do an email? Yes. It's time for Dragon Give me some of that Dragon All right, this is from, I think, new writer, David Davidson. Well, well, well. It's the guitar player? Yeah, maybe the guitar player. (laughs) You come into the room and I shove you because you're new. Um, (laughs) Title of email, Like the Terrorists, Piccolo One. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Um, Oh, hey, Anime Room Senpais, Piccolo One. Not just because he got to shoot Goku through his big dumb chest, mm-hmm. but because he raised his fucking son. That's true. <laughs> the dude raised Gohan in a non-gendered house slash wilderness and took family <laughs> photos with Chi-Chi and the Ox King. He stole those birthdays Goku was dead for. Ten to one, Gohan was walked down the aisle by Piccolo while Goku watched like a chump. <laughs> Videl calls him father-in-law. Gohan got a tattoo the day he turned 18 that just says cat in the crate. <laughs> so even though Goku slapped Piccolo into the dirt years before, like the terrorists, Piccolo won in the end. Signed, hot but correct takes. Wow. That ruled. Yeah, yeah great email. Fantastic email. Yeah. Didn't really open it up for any sort of discussion among us, but no. really fantastic We all agree, yeah, so we all it's fine. The only thing I will add is I don't think Goku cared about not walking Gohan yeah. in the aisle because he's so brain damaged at that point. He's just like... Who's fighting me? And they're like, I just shut up. Well, we looking around the room like this is a nice party. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Dying changes you. He's been through things. I just want to say the ultimate masculine pre- pleasure is killing your enemy and then raising their son. Hell yeah. yeah. That's a big flex every time. That's the reason, <laughs> that's the reason I love that Zorro movie with uh, Anthony Hopkins and, uh, right. <laughs> and Antonio Banderas. It's also kind of what the new Bad Boys is about. I've said too much. Oh, I don't want to spoil Bad Boys. <laughs> Bad for the definitely overlapping <laughs> audiences that listen to this show. Damn, guys, is the roof my son? Because it's not mine, but I will raise it. Oh, wow. Don't you guys wish I was still depressed? <laughs> no, I like it. The Falcons and the Raptors like it. Ooh. All right. <laughs> 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 You guys ever been trying to just hang out and someone puts a little leather hood over your face? (laughs) 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 What's safe words are for? Let's close this thing out. Plugs, Dylan, what do you got going on? Uh, Super Video Bros. It's a music video comedy show. Uh, It'll be at Caveat in uh, March. So, you know. Look for that. <laughs> I'm not good at plugs. You gotta go. And don't you have like a big Twitter account? Yeah, I have a Twitter account. Okay. It's it's not uh it's not King Ox big, but uh... <laughs> that's true. King Ox is so big. And you should see his Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah. The the Dylan one. Uh it's spelled out O N E mm. on Twitter. All right. Katie. Uh you can find me at Twitter at Katie Rose or on Instagram at oh hello Katie Rose. Man, I had such a good bird joke and it just fucking went away. No, I'm sorry. <sighs> Was it squaw? <laughs> oh, uh, have you ever been hitting on a chick and it turns out she's not a bird but an animal? <laughs> <laughs> I love this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you went back for that. (laughs) But then sometimes they get stuck as the bird. (laughs) Alex. Uh, Follow me on Twitter at Patak Joke. Special shout out to listener Dan, who came to paid protest last week. You crazy for this one, Dan. (laughs) Thanks for introducing me to your girlfriend, who does not like anime. Keeps happening. Justice for girlfriends. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. I do have to plug uh, March 3rd. Come to Caroline's for the Super Tuesday Pod Day America show. You have to come. You Woo! have to be there. Got it's it. a Super Tuesday. It's super. There's 15 yeah. states, y'all. 15. 15. It's so many states. Turn it's up for what? Caroline's Super Tuesday. That's true. Super Tuesday. Um, find me on Twitter at Jeremy Thunder. Check out. Generation Lost, my other podcast, and also uh, this weekend, Alex and I are going to be in Pittsfield, Massachusetts, canvassing. If you're going to be there, say hi to us. We'll right. uh, buy you a drink or something. I don't know. And also, if you're going to volunteer this weekend for the Bernie Sanders campaign, you could still get access to the snack episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot. Who are you holding that over now? People people, yeah, people weren't in the area. People Wait, liked yeah. it. Wait. You could get this snack episode. You can do it, man. Go out. Volunteer for Bernie Sanders. We review prove, so many snacks. Prove to me that you did five hours of service and I will give you the fabled snack episode. <laughs> I definitely have it. I found it and I sent it to people. You can ask them. It's good. Snack episode. Real. I forgot. Uh, 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 we're big time podcast and we sponsor people now. Oh yeah, that's right. We sponsored and an event. Yeah. Ballin' Out Super presents the Gay Young Classic Volume 2. So if you're going to be in Tampa, Florida for WrestleMania <laughs> weekend... And you're like, I love wrestling so much, but I wish it was gayer, Uh and I wish drag queens were also here. I say this all the time. You're always (laughs) wishing this. Um, Then 
Man, from the Tampa is area, this, you are always saying it. This is the after party for you. What it is is it's a drag uh, tournament bracket in which one drag queen and one wrestler go head to head in a lip sync battle. To to like in I, Dragon Ball. Yeah, there's also I believe going to be <laughs> one voguing competition. It's going to be insane. It's hosted by the Nobodies, which if you're familiar is a drag queen uh, wrestling review show. It's going to be super fun. They're going to get all sorts of big names because there's all sorts of people. Uh, last year they had Brody King from Ring of Honor, uh, Chris Wolf, who's now retired, but she's very popular. Um, all sorts of people. So come on. Down if you're in Florida or if you're in town for there. None we, of us will be there. No, but, no, I, but we present it. But yeah. it's literally called Ballin' Out Super Presents the Gay Young Classic. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, support. We present it. We're like Rick Rubin. They're all leftists yeah. who are canvassing and voting for Bernie, if that helps. so <laughs> Do they want the snack episode? <laughs> <laughs> we will send it to you. Do five hours. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, that's it for this week. Join us next week. Two hours. Two hours. Bye.